All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. Ain't no rules. There is no plan. No safety net. Yeah, baby. (laughs) The Three Nose Podcast. Oh, Peter Patter, let's get at her. Hello and welcome to the Three Nose Podcast. I'm Jason. I'm Mike. What are the Three Nose, Jason? There are no rules, no plan, and no safety net. Which is usually pretty apparent. Yeah. So, as we saw from the last episode, when things kind of fell off the rails, but kind of <laughs> fell off the rails. That that right there was a uh, an understatement, if there ever was. Yeah, we get you know, but it's all about trying to trying new things. Yep. Experimentation. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? Oh yeah. Yes. 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 There's that. Cheers. What do you got? I am doing the Summersby Pear. Summersby Pear? Yes. I've got Finn Gas 45 Red Ale from Sons of Kent. I love the can design. Yeah. That looks so detailed. It is um, celebrating 75 years of the Branch 28642 uh, Legion Pipe and Drum. Um, the pipe and drum band from the legions that are in Chatham. Okay. And uh, the red ale was brewed to honor the legend or the legacy and commemorate the 75th uh, anniversary of the end of World War II. This beer was developed last year. Okay. So it's now like the 76th. Do they recur it? Like, is it, do they keep uh, cycling it in? I think. It is going to be a recurring one, okay? Because last year was the first time it came out, and between this and the the Don't Panic, okay. the the Oatmeal Stout, that one that one got cycled back in. Yeah, so, I'm pretty sure they're selling that one in stores. Don't Panic? Yeah, really? I could be wrong, but I feel like I've seen that one at L, at the LCBO. Hmm. It might be a short run seller there. I, 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 I could be wrong, but I know I know I've seen Sons of Kent there, and I'm pretty sure I've seen Don't Panic there. Uh oh, I had the can. You know the can. Uh, uh, yes, there were. Yeah, yeah I know. That. Every time I see it, I think of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, <laughs> which I think is what they were kind of going I, for. Probably, probably so. what they're going. Well, because and they said. They have the 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 roll of toilet paper on there. That because mm-hmm. that came out. Roughly around the same time where the the toilet paper shortage of 2020 <laughs> happened, so that was I think that was the inside joke of uh, of that one getting yeah. getting that going. Yeah, definitely. So, but I was really surprised to see the Don't Panic come back because I didn't think it was going to be coming back. Yeah, okay. I just thought it was kind of like a <laughs> kind of uh, okay. kind of right. gag right. gag one, but I guess people liked it enough. They said, "Yeah, I guess." Sounds like it. Yeah. It sold out quick. And but that I, seems to happen with any any time they come out with anything new particularly or certain seasonal ones that are limited, yeah. they tend to sell real quick. Yeah. Yeah, they're 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 getting really good at developing their seasonal stuff. And they're going to be getting close to their that mammoth one that you really liked, aren't they? Yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one that comes in the big bottle with the wax on, yes, the, on yeah, the top. That that in the uh, the Scotch ale. Scot Scotch ale that way too. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's that's their winter their winter beer. Like Scotch ale clocks in at about 
twelve percent alcohol. Oh, damn. So that's one of those. Uh, I think. Well, Mammoth, Mammoth runs right up. 12 13 percent yep. as well so those are the the, the big I think, winter ones one of the re- i think it's it's whatever it is that's bringing that content up is what my taste buds don't care for it's, something doesn't it's sit just with me, it's so. just the how how long you brew it like mm. that's that's just yeast and sugar there's there's something in the the particular the mammoth that yeah. i think it, it as I recall, it had a bit of a wineness, like a red wineness, nice wineness to it. it. I think it might. Oh, hold on a sec. I got a bottle left. Well, don't open it. No, 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 I'm not gonna open it. Okay. That's a, a case of emergency. <laughs> In case of emergency, break the wax seal. Yeah, this is kind of like the last one that I got before. Before they brew some other stuff. You could probably sell out on eBay for a decent chunk of change. I doubt it because I'm not going to sell it. <laughs> uh, Asian Maker Mark barrel. So it's aged in uh, bourbon barrels. That's okay, where so yes. you're getting that. So you're getting the bourbon flavors coming yeah. through. And, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And I said it. it's clocking in at 11%. So, all right, yeah, you're not you're not messing around when the winter beers show up because <laughs> it's alcohol makes you warm. Well, for a minute, but as I said, it, it's not exactly a, a life saving liquid that you want to be drinking. So my childhood lied to me with the whole St. Bernard's and the wine cask. No, no, that uh, they, they did that. But it was by the time you got a, you either died of hypothermia or you're too sauce to understand how bad, you, uh, how okay. bad things were. So Okay, it, you, it was you, just to get you blackout drunk so right. you just go quietly in your sleep? That's right. You oh, just, just, okay. Just drift off because thanks to the dog ain't going to be able to drag you back to civilization so you may as well die in the snow happy. Okay. God, now I know. That's my theory, anyways. Again, I, I I'm not a doctor and or an electrician, so <laughs> I'm just going to start rattling off jobs that I can't do. So, well, search you, and rescue is not up there either. You have you have Google. You can do anything with Google. Yeah. At least that's what my wife keeps telling me. Well, hey, Jace, can you make this? Just Google it. <laughs> oh, that's easy. simple enough. Well, that's what they said. I was uh, before you just showed up. I was watching Leave It to Brian, the the DIY show where he like oh. he'll he, people contact him and they they have like three projects in their house that they would like to accomplish. And Brian Brian Balmer, he's he's one of the, like the, the name sounds familiar. Yeah, he's one of the famous DIY guys on on TV. Like there's like Mike Holmes and then Brian Baumler kind okay. of thing. They're the the two two big Canadian uh I know Mike DIY. Holmes. He's yeah, been yeah. around forever. Right. So Brian Baumler is right in that area. Okay. So leave it to Brian is they'll have a a project usually have a project underway that the homeowner has done. Or started, and then the no, that's that's a different show with him. But this the one. Believe the Brian is you. You you say you have three projects that you would you would like done. Then he picks one that he thinks um, he can come in on on budget and make the best improvement on your house kind of thing. Okay, so he just comes in and just like. 
guts everything and then like takes it down to the 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 studs and everything else and then just makes that I've magic moved past hat. it, but we used to watch a lot of the home reno stuff. Yeah. And I always I always found it really fascinating to see this, particularly older homes. Yeah, oh yeah. But okay, back to where I was going with this. But you're talking about um Google it or yeah. YouTube it or something like this. Yep. I'm going like okay, you can watch a tutorial mm-hmm. all you want. But if you're like kind of in an emergency situation or during your home improvement project, you don't want to be doing a first run no. of uh, something like you want to try and practice something before you start rewiring your house. Well, yeah, naturally. So, like, but the, but that's that's the thing. They're, they're saying, oh, just Google it. Uh, well, okay, and the tasks that Crystal's wanting me to do, then Google it, yeah. aren't home renovation stuff. It's like, can you build a build a table or the, the, the blanket ladder or, you know, which oh. are relatively simple, yeah, but yeah. when you're not, when I, I haven't done a whole lot of that stuff, I'm just, I'm not fully comfortable with it, so... Yeah. You know, I and, and like I've done certain car repair things. Yeah, I googled yeah. it how to do it. Like I replaced a thermostat in a car once. Oh, look at you! And oh, well, you you went to school for electrician, or uh, electrical engineering technician. Yeah, um, didn't get my ticket or anything like that. I tried to get an apprenticeship, but nobody called me. Yeah, too old, ageist. Yep. Oh yeah, ageism. I was over forty, so ageism. Yeah. Now would be a perfect time, probably because like I don't know. From what I'm hearing, they're still not hiring older people. Yeah, they want people, but they, they don't want, want to hire older people. Even though I still have like twenty years still in me, it's weird. It's really weird because they definitely need the the, the apprentices and they need the people to yep. be constantly up. hearing how the trades are suffering. Nobody's yep. getting into trades. Uh, I I've told you before about the Northwestern Tech at uh, the states. Yes, they're advertising on the Riff, and they have the one ad that's like uh, these jobs are in demand and uh, but. Nobody's getting into them because these are the dirty jobs. Well, you got a problem with it. We're right here, kind of thing. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, I like I said, I was always telling the kids growing up, like girl, my girls and the boys, like getting into the trades is like that's a way to go. That's mm-hmm. like really printing your own money, like At with this a, point, a skill trade like that. Especially, especially now when the workforce is in. Of retirement mode, mm-hmm. like I would think, seventy five percent of the skilled trades workforce is going to be retiring within the next five to seven I years. Heard something similar. So, so yeah. There, yeah, there's going to be a huge demand and, for and, people, and I think it's the lack of options for a skilled tradesman. You know, there's not that many electricians around. There's not that many plumbers around anymore. No, no. that's why they cost so much. Well. You, I, I would have to think that um, the 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 lure of the money out west, especially when Fort McMurray was booming, mm-hmm. all like anybody that had any sort of ticket was on a plane heading out west, making stupid amounts of money, mm-hmm. and they said they're. They made so much money. They a lot of these guys could like semi-retire, and they didn't have to go back to work if they didn't want to, or start up their own little private private business and work the hours that they want to work. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's, now that's gone. No, yeah, that's all. <laughs> that's all gone. Who but, knew the oil sands would dry up? 
Well, <laughs> I don't think they necessarily dried up. No, but well, looking at the the price of gas in the last day and a half, it's dropped. I guess that's because yeah, uh, it dropped almost. It dropped like fifteen cents or something. Yeah, because they opened up production again for the for oil. Okay, so that's there, there's for. Some reason somebody has flooded the market with crude oil. That's what's dropped the price of gasoline down in the basement. It's because they think people are going to start going out more again now. They think we're on the tail end. Even you can't tell from some areas, but you think it's that that's the case. That no, no. You, if if you think people are going to start going out more, you jack the prices up. Yeah, I guess. You you drop the prices to lure them out. Okay. Ah. Okay. So so they're trying to draw more people guy, oh, to, okay. to dr- start driving more. Okay. Even though we're getting into winter, where a lot of people are like, uh, not not big on driving, especially distances. Like mm-hmm. they're like to and from places. Yeah. But they're not going to go under normal circumstances. Right. COVID aside, they, yeah, doc, yeah, people don't want to drive distances in bad weather. No. So, not that you could tell bad weather around here lately. This <laughs> is the like a late Indian summer for us yep. because we usually get a weather like this during our Thanksgiving, which is the middle of October. Mm-hmm. And the weather is like over. T- was it? Did it hit twenty degrees today? It was hotter than that. It was. It was. Yeah. Hot. It was warm. But we're not a weather network. That's true. <laughs> so, but it was warm. It was nice. It, like I said, well, I didn't know. I was at work, so I worked overtime this week. I had to go out. Yeah. I had to go out and get a couple things for supper, and I was wearing jogging pants and a jacket. And I was overheating. I took the jacket off. Yep. As soon as I got home, I, I changed the shorts, <laughs> and I socks off. Like yep. I, I know this is getting back to summer. Yeah, I I don't know when the bottom's gonna fall out on this. Oh, it'll be negative twenty by the end of the week, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Canada, where we get all four seasons in, in a day. Well, that they said I was laughing yesterday. It was walking out. I said, "Well, I'm sure glad we skipped winter and right back into summer." So that pretty much that's, uh, that's uh, not. That, I keep hearing though. So, no, we're we're gonna get a hammer day. That's what I'm hearing. They're they're saying we're gonna get it. We're actually gonna get a winter this year. Uh, I don't know. I I, I like checking the farmers' almanac, and one of the ones that I read said this winter is not going to be like for our area is not going to be that bad so and our area is always weird though like there'll be a major storm coming through but because we're down in a bowl with the lakes around us it kind of like skims around the edge of the bowl so it swings around us and it will hit windsor and london yeah (laughs) yeah I, i like i like to think of it as there's that nice shell of pollution that hangs over <laughs> Chatham from all the industry. It just like but all the industry's gone. Don't give away the secrets. Mother Nature <laughs> might go, hey. Oh hey. I I owe those fuckers. <laughs> so but I, I, I liken to think of it and they said the the storms would come in, like the front would come in and hit that shell and just go boink and head off to London and hammer London. 
So <laughs> that's I like, what I thought. I'm liking the idea that Mother Nature's going to have a revenge complex. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just sit there. there's, 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 she's sitting up there, up in the clouds with a tally board. So, okay, that's one yeah. more winner you got away. Yeah. Okay, okay. You were, All right. We're up Game to, on, yep, bitches. We're up to 10. <laughs> I owe you fuckers for 10 winners. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, great. <laughs> Wake up one morning, you can't even get out your door. You know, it's just like, oh, I guess I'm calling in. Like, <laughs> his, I think it was uh, the first. I think it was the first winter that John was up north, and he sent in a picture and like they, the, to dig out his his laneway was like five feet deep or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Said up around Petawawa. That's not that. That's where you actually get. Yeah. The, the 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 prototypical Canadian winter yep. up in that that bullshit. Yeah, uh, so. a girl that I I worked with at uh, Transcom years ago, and now she works like payroll at Tech Savvy. Um, she came from North Bay, Thunder Bay, oh. like, like way up there, <laughs> way way up and there. Yeah, that, and she's like, I miss that kind of winter. We don't even get winter down here. I'm like, shut up. Yeah. Well, that's uh, was, you want it, go back there. That's right. No, nobody's keeping here. <laughs> I said, I, I, except I, her husband and her job. Well, she could probably work remotely now. Well, she has been. So, well, there yep. you go. See, the, the precedent has been set. Yep. No, talking to Stephanie Barty, she lives up on Georgian Bay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Midland is it? Midland, somewhere, somewhere up in there. In that vicinity. Up, yeah. And she would, she would be sending me pictures of the winters they would be getting, and I'm just like, oh, that looks like it sucks. And then I would send a picture of like the half of inch of like powder that we would get I go this is terrible we're like we're like nobody can go anywhere everybody's socked in you know what that's why dave sends us his shit yeah you know when he sees that we've gotten snow and then he sends us the picture from his backyard yeah. the desert yeah high desert california <laughs> and he said hey Piss off, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's a domino effect. You make fun of her, he makes fun of us. Yeah, I think that's exactly how that works. So you got notes, do you? I do have notes. What do you got? Well, uh, oh, wait yep. a minute. Okay, before you get into your notes, oh, okay. Yep. Did you have you started watching season two of Mandalorian yet? Oh fuck yeah! Oh okay, just making sure. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. That first episode. Oh. So many Easter eggs in that. So one. many Easter eggs, and I had to confirm the last thing you see in that episode. I had to confirm was I like it looked as well, soon it, as he turned around. I wasn't. I wasn't one hundred percent sure because I, I didn't rem- recognize the face. Yep. But yep. then I and I so I had to confirm. Like, he looks familiar, and then I looked it up, and sure enough, yeah. Yes. Well, they had to, they had to age him. Yeah, oh, definitely. So and he, he did spend a little time in a sarlacc pit. That's yes. <laughs> so. Spoilers. Well, it's okay. If anybody's listening to this, they probably already. Uh, well, yeah. They probably have already watched Mandalorian. If you're, if you're watching Mandalorian, if you're a fan of the Mandalorian, you've already watched them because oh, absolutely. You're, like yeah. everyone else, well, you're devouring. It was, it was like super anticipated that that show coming back. And it was mm-hmm. like, when is it coming out? And they're like, oh, good. Finally. Countdowns and shit. Yes. It uh, would, and I have one coworker who wakes up. Uh, an hour early on Friday mornings just so he can watch it before he comes to work. Oh. <laughs> I'm not that dedicated. No, no, no. no. I uh, they said I re- I I watched uh, the first episode, season two. Um, where did I watch it? Here, 
somewhere. Yeah, here. And I was just like, yeah. And I'm like, I'm picking out mm-hmm. all. And I said, oh, this is so. And everything about that first episode made me want to continue watching this show. Mm-hmm. There was the the connection of Deadwood. Yep. And that. Which had two actors. Right. The bartender. Uh, yeah. I read about the bartender thing. Yeah. I, I, I've never watched Deadwood, so. No. I Or Justified, for that matter. Just, yeah. No, I said, Mags, would, Mags watched Justified a lot. Um, I do like Timothy Alla Fantastic, but I just, yeah. I haven't watched those shows. Yeah. I, I, I have to watch Deadwood. It just seems like a, a, a genre that I could get into. I've so. been feeling the same way. But I've got too many shows. Well, I I don't though, so I, I don't can get, get away watch with as much anymore shows. since I can't watch stuff at work anymore. So it's uh, my watching has slowed down considerably, and you know I've been toying with the idea of why I got to watch the Expanse. Like I, yeah, I'm really curious about up that. In December and uh, Supernatural has been itching at me. Yeah. And I, that's a big commitment. Just talk, just talk to Steph. She'll, yeah, she'll, she'll she can give you the full run notes. Yeah. No, I want to watch it. Oh, <laughs> I want to experience it. Well, okay. Do that. Get a hold of Steph. You two can have like a watch party together. <laughs> She's going through it again right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, that would be the perfect time to get into. Uh, Although I have been revisiting Letterkenny lately, so maybe yeah. I should finish that first. That should be coming out soon, too. I've heard nothing since the COVID shutdown. I know. I don't know. I I never did hear when they or if they went back to work. I, I want to say I read an article that they were heading back either... November or December. Okay. And that was the end of it. Yeah. See, the last I heard was they shut down in, I think it was March. Yeah. They were working on season nine, which was probably going to drop around Canada Day like they do. And Oops. COVID screwed that up. Fucking COVID. <laughs> Ruins everything. Uh, wow. And then, uh, so normally their, their normal plan is a season around Canada Day and a season around Christmas. Yeah. So are we getting a Christmas season? We don't know yet. They might, I haven't heard they might anything split it. Uh, they still have to take care of Dirks. Dirks. Yes. I want uh, Dirks. Dirks is in my notes. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Go to your I'll notes. I'll just throw that up real yeah. quick here because it, it, it made me chuckle. Apparently he survives. Really? Because, well, the, okay, the actor survives. Okay. Because fucking Hallmark Channel. Oh, no. It's already in Christmas mode. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. All day, every day, that's all they're showing. Yeah. And they've got, I, I got over 100 new holiday films. A hundred new holiday yes. films. It's all the same three fucking stories, just with different actors. And, and ooh, here's a little twist. Eh. You know? Eh. Nah, yeah. But Dirks is in one. Well, <laughs> he's in a holiday movie. He's in a Hallmark They're not going to murder the actor. He hurt Katie. Oh. Another character. He hurt not- Katie. Not. It's still real to me, damn no, it. It's not, even, it's not real by any stretch of the <laughs> imagination. It's not. So I know. No, not real. I just, I love the show so much. <laughs> <laughs> They're like family and Katie got hurt. And oh. I want to, I really do want to see Dirks. Although I, 
I've had a thought in my head, a prediction as to what we might see. Yeah. And that is Dirk's actually standing tall. I, I Dirk's saw, being the one. Or whipping out a gun. Because uh, they are they in, are the, in States. the States. Yeah, but no, I don't see them going that route. Uh, I don't see that route, but I see Dirk's as maybe a surprise badass. Maybe. You know, now could it be a, like a, a Tyson one-off? You know, he gets a he gets lucky one lucky shot, shot in. Uh, maybe you know something along those lines. But at the end of season eight, he didn't look at all happy about oh, what no. was coming down his well, front no, yard. But that was more a case of it wasn't Wayne. It was the fact that it was okay. Wayne and fifty other people. That, okay, yeah, that, <laughs> like three that's truckloads. True. Yeah, that's true. He had a small army coming for his ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which Wayne did warn him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody warned him actually. So, so there, were, there were there should be no surprise of the the pain that was coming down his lane. No, way. but I, a part of me thinks, would they do that? Would they? Dirks is the one that can actually take Wayne, take take him down. <sighs> I'm guessing not, but I he, don't like. Know. See, he might be a surprise. He might be a surprise, but I don't see him you, being the put guy. It, put it this way: it it could be it could be something that shakes Wayne's system. You know, it rattles him. Wayne doesn't no, get rattled. No, okay, but but if he legitimately loses, that would probably he, rattle him. You can almost say he legitimately lost against Tyson. Well, it, it was a sucker punch, and he did get up and lay Tyson out. Apparently, we but we didn't see that. Yeah. Mm, but uh, but he knew Tyson wanted to fight him. Yeah. So, but not, he wasn't not squared so much up. Of, you know, if if uh, I'm I'm. Picturing it more that okay, he gets up to Dirks, they square off, it's straight up, and Dirks wins. That would shake Wayne. But they've already had that with uh, Marie Fred. Mm, yeah, yeah. With they the can't do that again. Yeah. yeah, it is kind of in the same boat, isn't right. it? Right. Okay. So they can't have Wayne. He, yeah. Wayne came back strong after Marie Fred. Yes. So yeah, once he got through a misfire, right? So <laughs> Excuse he, me, seriously, please and thank you. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I think when Wayne came out of that, he was reset back to old Wayne. Okay, and I don't see Dirks being the guy to knock him off that that pedestal. Here's a here's a would you rather kind of situation. Not not exactly would you rather, just a preference between okay, them. Marie Fred. Or Rosie, Marie Fred. I'm a, I'm all for Rosie, Marie Fred. For me, I've man. I've been I've had a thing for Rosie since the first moment we saw her. Yeah. That, well, with that song, this this uh, I'm a cold drink of water in hot hot summer or whatever. It was just it was like that's that show is so good at picking the perfect song for a moment. Yeah, and that moment, the first introduction of Rosie. I've 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 been hooked. Well, okay, we're we're missing. So Bonnie McMurray. Oh, Bonnie, right. she's too young. She's no, she's, she's not. She's a little young. She's not. Even Wayne says like she's a little okay. young. Maybe you want to ripen that one a little bit. You know. 
Okay, we're not Wayne, and I'm not picking, and I'm not picking anybody over Katie. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. They, these are all second place to Katie. Yeah. For me, okay. <laughs> all of them second place to Katie. No, Marie Fred. Really, Marie Fred did for me. All right. Even though she was a dirty, dirty cheater. Yep. But what are you gonna do? Yep. That she's not evil. That's just the way she was written. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a Nick. You. Yep. <laughs> yep. There is. Her. Although uh, there's also one of the. I don't know if they ever gave them names. The two city girls oh, that hook the... up with Stuart. Oh. There's a smoke shows right there. Yeah, the, the the two girls that work at the bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they were probably given names. I cannot. I don't recall, recall them ever getting getting names for them. I thought they were given names. I don't. Not that I recall. Hmm. Maybe. Yeah, and then I, there's Anique was. Uh, wow. Yeah. There's. She's she, the new spokeswoman for Bro Dude Energy. Oh, if she was. <laughs> and then. Um, uh, the other, the other one that again was never given a name other than Big City Slam piece. Yeah. The first time we see the Big City Slams, and we do see them again later with the Bay Brothers. Yeah. Hudson and, and James. James. Yes. Yep. Um, the Do you remember the two Big City Slams? The first time you see them, they show up. Uh, Katie had just came out from talking to that modeling guy. Yes. They're outside the hockey arena. Yes. The shorter girl. They both had dark hair, so that's not going to yeah. help. But there was a shorter one that hooks up with, I believe she went with Jonesy. Yes. Okay. Uh, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one, she read my engine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. She's yeah. got the look. She, she had the look that she, I did. She's so. the one, is she? Yeah. All right. So you Again, got your, your big city up. slam. That's my big city slam. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that show so much. I really no, do. It's, I it's, do. A, it's a good show. It's it's. It's Canadian enough to, but it, and it's not for everyone. I no. admit, I've oh, no. I have put it on people's radar, and some people take to it, and some people don't. There's that show actually, Letter Kenny. I found I get more out of it with subtitles on because sometimes they talk so fast. Yeah, uh, Wayne Daryl. Or not Wayne and Daryl. Uh, Daryl and Squirrely Dan have a tendency to do that, particularly when they get very animated about something. Yes, they they, they both make weird noise faces and then yeah. they get and, they yeah. get oh yeah. they, they get loud too. Yeah. So and that they said with my shitty ass ears, this is just like what? So I just automatically turn subtitles on. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, and revisiting. Yep. And also when Shorzy gets going oh, with fuck. his chirps. <laughs> When you can read those, because <laughs> he's pitched higher, his yes. voice is pitched higher. I have a hard time with higher okay. frequencies. So when I finally get to read these chirps, I'm just like, oh, this guy is such a brilliant writer. <laughs> it's fantastic. I, I don't know if Kiso writes that himself or not. I haven't. I, I know he does work, do some of the writing. Yeah. Him and Jacob Tierney, I think, do most of the writing themselves. So. But, well, it's between Kiso and Tierney then. Yeah. Whoever whoever is writing the like the main scripts at those points, so they're whatever whatever they have coming out of Shorzy's mouth huh. is fucking brilliant. Uh huh. So and the reveal at the end of I think it was season four when you find out that Shorzy really was doing Jonesy and Raleigh's moms. Yeah, <laughs> it's just oh, of course, of course he was. It's not a surprise. And just knowing that Shorzy's Wayne, like it's Kiso. <laughs> I know. The, the handstand showers. 
We've seen it what three times in the show. Yeah, well, that's that's Shorzy's trademark move right there. <laughs> Might uh, as well get some reps in while I'm ball washing. <laughs> amazing stuff. Who thinks of that? <laughs> Keith and Tierney. But part of me, part of me believes that they actually saw somebody do that. All that has to at, be based on somebody at, for at sure. A, at a shinny hockey game or some junior D bullshit hockey hockey tournament. Whale shit nothing. hockey. Uh, whale shit hockey. <laughs> you know, some some fucking meathead in the locker room doing push handstand push ups while taking well, a shower. Well, well, taking a shower and just running his gate. So, there, yeah, there has to be some element the, of truth. That's there. the only way because you would not. I don't think be able to come up with a character like Shorzy without there being an inspiration. Right. There has to be somebody who goes, I saw this dude do this and it sounds like a dr- a drunk story. It does. And they <laughs> like said it's one of those things where it leaves an indelible mark on your brain. You're just like, I will never ever ever be able to forget this. Have you ever seen anything like that at any of your rugby things? Uh I've seen a lot of things <laughs> with with club rugby. You don't get a lot of locker room, okay? Because it's there's like not a lot of uh, buildings, okay? Like not a lot of fields have buildings with locker rooms and showers and stuff. Okay. Like this. but it's the beer ups afterwards. That's when you get your crazy stories. That's when everybody goes just completely bonkers. There has been, um, there, there is a tradition where rookie, rookie streak, like they have to, they'll, they'll, they'll run a lap around the field. Okay. Naked. That, that tends to be, there's, there's some good natured platonic. <laughs> I like how you're trying to choose your words carefully. Well, <laughs> I don't want to make it sound as homoerotic as it it tends to be. Yeah, but you're talking about a sport where a bunch of guys hug each other in a big circle. They're not really hugging each other. <laughs> More like they're trying to break the dude's neck across from him. That kind of thing. Okay, aggressive hugging. Aggressive, aggressive hugging. Aggressive hugging. They're, they're, especially the forwards, there's not a lot of space to not be very close to people. It's <laughs> it's one of those. If you have if you have issues with touch or proximity, somebody in your personal space. Rugby is not the game for you. There's no social distancing. There in rugby. is no such thing as social distancing. Well, no. <laughs> actually, well, there is new rules that have come down from the rugby, like the the ruling body that controls all of rugby over the over worldwide, dictating how to handle. The rugby council has spoken. Uh, the, yeah, it is a council, it's like the high table. Yeah, yeah. That's there, there's one governing body that, that for rugby across the world. A rugby across the world. That's amazing. The laws that the All Blacks play under are the exact same laws that the Havoc play under. That's amazing. Yep. That. It's that set of laws. Wow. Exists around the world. If you wow. if you 
if you can play rugby, you can go anywhere on the planet, find a game, and you could realistically slot into a team and you mm. know the rules. That's amazing. So there's that is so rare. Yeah. That's but that's rugby. That's that's the nature of the game. Like I said, because even football slash soccer, right? The rules change, right? Right. Baseball, I know, is a little bit different. Yep. And you know, football definitely. Yeah. You know, we got bigger balls up here. <laughs> rugby balls are bigger. I'm talking. I'm just talking football. I'm talking. Well, the I'm, I'm, football, I'm talking rugby, which is bigger than both American and Canadian really? football. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I've never actually seen what a rugby ball looks. Well, like. Well, I so. can scratch that itch for you, there, son. Not sure. I'm, uh, not, not, not right moment, now. No. But, yeah. But I, I, I know it looks kind of like a football. Like it's uh, similar shape, isn't it? It's it's ball shaped. There's no laces. But is it oblong or is yeah. it round? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I thought it. Yeah. Yep. Tends to be white. The ball tends to be white, uh, so you can see it in the middle of a muddy field. Muddy field. Yeah. You end up playing in mud a lot. It's oh, nice. it's just <laughs> the only time you don't play is if there's lightning. Okay. And there's there's specific parameters you have to follow if you're playing and there's lightning, especially like if you. You can't like if if any player gets struck by lightning, their team automatically wins. No, no, oh, no. okay, no. <laughs> nobody's nobody's allowed on the pitch. Okay, well that so, makes sense. Yeah, so uh, I'm gonna score. I'm gonna score. Yeah, no, you're not. <laughs> That's sin bidden for you. So the uh, they, have, they actually have that. Yeah, yeah. There's there's the sin bin and the blood bin. So sin bin <laughs> is if uh, the penalty box. It's your yeah okay. So if you if you you can you can break rules like if you can like do a rule infraction, but if it's a serious enough one, the ref will give you a yellow card, and you sit out for 10, 10 15 minutes. Okay, since there's no real air quote sin bin, especially in club rugby. You have to go and sit at the opposing team's goalposts. Okay. And you sit there until the referee remembers that, oh, yeah, I got to get you. you like, so even if he, if he says 10 minutes, it could be longer if he forgets about you? Right. <laughs> if he gets busy, like re- there's only one referee in rugby. Okay. So if he gets busy refing a game, and your 10 minutes goes over, and you stand there, so go like, sir, sir. And if he doesn't want to look in your direction, you're standing there waving your arm going, sir, sir. <laughs> pick me, pick me. Pick me. And it's a, so, so what's the blood bin then? Blood bin. Is that injury related, I'm assuming? It is injury related. If you have a flowing wound, if you like, you get it, take a headbutt or bust open an eyebrow or something like that, you have to leave the field until the flow of blood is staunched. Then you can come back onto the field. So I assisted one, one one of the players, his wife is a nurse, registered nurse. She's not our medic. She was just there watching. We're, we were watching a game. Guy comes up. And he comes running off the field, holding his eye. Apparently, him and another dude, face-to-face, just cracked 
cracked faces together. And the guy from the Havoc just unzipped his eyebrow. Oof. So we... And as I've learned from the old school wrestling, that's a bad spot to cut. Yeah, because <laughs> like it's very... The skin is very thin and that your, your orbital bone's right there and it just opens you up like a, like a Ziploc bag. So... We're, we're trying to wipe the sweat off him to get gauze and um, new skin. Okay. So crazy glue for crazy, for, for basically boo-boos. a crazy glue for a cut. <laughs> so I'm, I'm between me holding a gauze pad on his eye and pinching the wound closed while the nurse is coating his eye with, with new skin to try and get this. So eventually we, we get the wound closed enough where we can slap a new gauze pad on his eye. And then we go around his head with tape to oh, hold the pad, the gauze military pad. war wound. Right. So he, we finally get him patched up. He goes running back out. Not four minutes later. He goes head to head with a dude. Crack. <laughs> he opens up his scalp oh. on top of his head. Jeez. He comes running off the field towards me and Michelle because we did a good job of patching him up the last time, <laughs> holding his head as we can see the blood running down. Oh. We're like, uh, do we have any more gauze? <laughs> what about tape? I think I used up all the new skin on closing his eye up. Jeez. So, get the staple gun. It was almost that. So we're we're trying to trying to like we, we had to physically push him down onto the ground so we could work on the top of his head. But he's like full of adrenaline, like I gotta get back out there, kind of thing. We're going like you ain't going anywhere until we're done. So we finally get the blood slowed down we put the rest whatever rest of new skin we had left closed it up as best we could slapped the gauze pad on top of that and we wrapped him with tape so like, now he's got a circle going he, that way from from the neck up he looked like boris karloff the mummy. <laughs> just covered in tape <laughs> like over his head under his chin like this and we're going like go don't get hurt again because we're out of supplies. <laughs> so from that experience, we have managed to recruit uh, the head of the Chatham's ER doctor is our team physician. <laughs> wow. And there's another, we have a chiropractor that travels with us. And there's at least two massage therapists, and there's also another ER doctor. I've watched the ER doctor like suture a dude's eye, his eyebrow closed again, get cracked in that eyebrow. He comes, the guy come, player comes running off the field holding his eye. Doctor pulls his hand out of the way. Okay. Flushes it with same saline solution. Like the guy's sitting or laying on a bench on the sideline. Doc rinses it off with saline solution. Wipes it with uh, like a sterile gauze pad just to just to see what he's dealing with. He goes, okay. One shot of uh, 
anesthetic in the wound, and then he sews his eyebrow shut right on the sideline, slaps a Band-Aid on him, and the guy is off. Damn. It was maybe seven, eight minutes, all said and done. That That's an ER doctor. Yeah. So, like I said, he's... Patch him up. Yeah, he slapped, up quick. He, he slapped those sutures into that eyebrow, and I was like, wow. So... I'm surprised they don't have uh, one of those stapling. But you can't have you can't have those on a, the rugby pitch. Oh, okay. So okay. it has to be sutures. Okay. So you can't you can't even like even if you do staple it shut, it's gonna get ripped open or somebody's gonna get hooked on it. That okay. kind of thing. So you right. can't have hard. Okay. Yeah. You, hard things. Thread is one on, thing. Right. Threads okay. one thing, staples is an entirely different thing. Staples is after the game. Okay. Because you're definitely busting your stitches open. <laughs> and then that's when you go to the ER and you bleed on the floor and they said, fine, 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 come in and click, 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 and away you go. So <laughs> that's rugby. <laughs> Damn. All right. Greatest sport on the planet. And that's why I don't play it. <laughs> uh, so, a couple of weeks ago. Okay. So, it was... What night was that? There, it might have been... Was It, it might have been Halloween night, actually. Okay. I saw... Yeah, I wish I would have marked down what night it was. Um, Halloween it was weird. Was Saturday night. Yeah, no, but yeah, I can't remember if it was the Friday or Saturday night. So I go out for uh, my nightly smoke. Yeah. Uh, walk the dog, all that. So I'm sitting out. I'm having my smoke. And usually, particularly Fridays and Saturday nights, you know, we're talking 11 o'clock at night, roughly. Maybe even a little bit later. I can hear... I hear a lot of the noises of the city at night. Okay. So I hear... I, I know there are guys street racing in Chatham. Oh, yeah. I've witnessed it. I've seen them zip by my house, and I ran down to the end of the driveway to see if one of them crashed into the house at the end of the street. <laughs> they zip by so quick. Like, wow. Yeah. Okay. I hear that shit all the time. Like, you you could tell from the the noises of the engines revving and whatnot. Yeah. Okay. They're, yeah. they're fucking racing. Yeah. Okay. Where's the cops? I don't know. But this one, this night was really weird because I was hearing loud revving noises. Okay. But then I would hear booms, like boom, ex- like sounds of like explosions, like like booms. Okay, not super loud, but I'm hearing what sounds like booms. They could be because of the crows. It could be farmers using their those poppers to get them moving that often. Yeah, like yeah. it was happening a lot, yeah. and I was hearing popping sounds that sounded like gunfire. Well, I watch a lot of movies. I admit I watch too much of this shit. Okay. But I'm picturing like gangland, like drive by shit happening. That's what it sounded like. And I posted on Facebook, like what's going on outside? I'm hearing all these noises. And a few other people said, yeah, I've been hearing it for a while now too. What the hell is going on? Never heard anything. Well, no explanations whatsoever. If it was something serious, it would have ended up in oh, yeah. the Chatham in, right. in in the newspaper. They, they, the Chatham police are really good at posting stuff. Oh, I'm, like obviously that. there was nothing major, nothing to be concerned with that we're aware of because there was nothing. Yeah, there's been nothing at all. 
but it sounded so weird. It almost, it like I said, it sounded like it could have been like a gangland drive-by thing happening. Like, it was weird. And I, I was like, I was getting anxious. Now, okay, I was smoking and it was starting oh, to, it was starting, it was starting to roll in starting to and so i'm stuff. like is it getting closer is it getting closer? <laughs> you know <laughs> but quick under the bed hide duck I, and cover oh, we're in the basement i think we're safe down there well, much safer if you hide under the bed that's true so i'm just a suggestion i don't know if i could fit under the bed though maybe well i haven't tried you need to get like stilts on your bed or something our bed is get a, get a danger room or a, a panic room. Panic room. <laughs> I could. Xander's, have a, Xander's gone. We have. A, there's this uh, cold pantry that's at the front that is technically underneath the front porch of the house. So it's underground. It is underground and concrete. Uh, I believe so. Oh, that's definitely panic room material I right could, there. I could easily hide that door and turn that into a, like a hidden panic room. I there could go. You don't even need to hide the door. You just got to reinforce the door. That, oh yeah, yeah. Reinforce. Just got to reinforce it. Right. I, there's there might be something there. You should Google that. If I own the house, I would do that. I don't own the house, so just anyway. do it anyway. What are they going to do? <laughs> just, you know, I need to talk to you. Go into your panic room. They can't get <laughs> in. No, 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 no. Exactly. <laughs> What's the password? <laughs> nope. Yep. Oh, I changed it. Sorry. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. No, I. It, make your panic room. What are they? They don't come down there. Fuck them. Don't worry about it. Uh, what are they going to do? Kick you out? Maybe. No. Whatever. Yeah. I don't know. You'll be fine. Just do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Look, last time you told me to do something, I've actually been doing it. So. I know. I, I said, I, I before I quit Twitter, I was uh, monitoring your push-ups uh, mm-hmm. rather well. I'm at 15. That a boy. See? See? But, didn't, I, didn't I say? But I've had no challenges. And I, I don't want to post it on Facebook because then I'll have too many challenges. I don't want to get overwhelmed to the point where I'm hurting myself. Okay, so you do you know what you do? You be selective. You don't have to do everything. I'm already being selective by saying, okay, you have to have seen the video because I told a couple people about it. Yeah. But I said, but unless you watch the video... Mm-mm. Well, that that you have to have seen the video. Yeah, well, that makes sense. So if you so, said it, that that drives... That drives eyes to the to your thing. Sure, <laughs> my three followers. Sure. Have. Well, maybe four. I know of only three people that have watched my videos. Okay, and one of them I'm isn't one watching of them. my videos anymore because you're off Twitter now. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so I know of two people that watch my videos, and one of them doesn't watch all of them. So well, I and the other one's my wife. Well, there you go. <laughs> she can challenge you. She hasn't yet. Well, I've even mentioned it in front of her, telling her that yeah, nobody's challenged me, yet, and she hasn't. Fine, okay. If you go to Facebook, then. I, but then I'm going to get overwhelmed because I have all my coworkers in, on there and shit, and I don't, I, I don't want to get overwhelmed with it. Okay, here, here's what you do. Like a couple yeah. times a day, maybe is no. about what or, I'm, or, I'm to or go. hey, I'm trying to help you here. Shut up. Stop talking. Stop the talking mouth. Open up the listening ears. So, you post the video, but <laughs> and you say for each like or comment, I'll do one push up. That way, you're not overwhelmed. I like so, that. you I like could that. get 10, 12, 15 people, which is in your 
admitted range right now, right? Okay. So I like this. You set the parameters of where you're comfortable with, and you don't get out of that 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 situation. Okay. And if you if you find you're getting more, then break it up. If you get twenty, do Here's ten. Do. And I'll then do 10. my. I'll do the 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 morning or the the first yeah. one each day, and then for each the video that I post for each uh, like or comment, I will do another one that day at some point. Yeah, I like that. That's a good idea. That's why you're the brains of this operation. That's right. <laughs> I'm not going to deny that. I do like this idea. I will yeah. use that. I will start that idea tomorrow. There you go. And another thing I want to bring up mm-hmm. is uh, when we went out for supper. Yes. The, uh, last Thursday? Two Thursdays. Two Thursdays. Two Thursdays. So. We can go Thursday. Why did you doubt me about what I said we had that our table at, that, at the CK Cosplay? Because my brain was picturing the room looking different. Particularly that wall. Right. That's a new wall. And that's what was throwing me off. Right. I, but, that I, was the first, that but was, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I, it's not a matter of lying. I just thought it was confusing. I was confused as to the location. Yeah. And I thought, I thought you and I were both remembering the wrong room. Like I just, that was, it was just, and, that, and then, then I presented evidence. Yes, and you still did. didn't believe it. Because me. it didn't look right to me. Because it, there's a new that, wall there. I know. It, the fucking wall. It's the wall's fault. <laughs> I, that I, old. I felt hurt that you didn't believe. Well, then I wholeheartedly apologize for I offending like, you. I I have no reason to apply a falsehood to this situation. Did, it was strictly just but, a confusion factor. But so. you did say my favorite words thereafter. Which was? Mike, you, you were, were right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Those... <laughs> all the words of all the Oh my players. god, the joy on your face right now. I know. <laughs> it is those are that is magical my favorite statement. <laughs> because I, I I will do this, it happens at work. I will say this is happening. And then everybody around it doesn't believe it. And then they go and fuck it up. And they come back to to do the thing that I said to do, and inevitably they'll say, well, yeah, you were right. And I'm just like, I know. <laughs> I, I know. And, and I did get you to say my favorite words. So... <laughs> that, that look on your face. I, know, I, <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen you that happy. Like. No, not even since a kid was born. <laughs> Wow. Oh, yeah, that's that's how shallow I am. <laughs> you really need that validation, don't you? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> I'm old. I'm way down on oh. the totem pole of uh, attention. <laughs> <laughs> Even the cat's got more oh. stroke. Uh-oh. Yeah. Last night, like, this is two nights in a row where I'm laughing harder <laughs> than I have in a while. Oh. We, Last night was a good game. <laughs> that was a good session. I like that. Uh, that 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 last that D and D session last night made up for the previous one. All your sessions have been good, dude. I don't know what you're what you're. Thinking. I just felt I, that 
No. I, I think I gave you guys too much freedom on uh, on the carnival one because I believe I'm starting to believe you guys kind of need rails. Okay. The when, way, not when, when I when I make it too sandbox for you guys, you're just like, uh, what do I do? That kind of thing. I'm playing my character that we have one. Well. I was going to say one specific mission, but it's it's starting to deviate a little bit. But you know this whole red sash gang thing. Yeah, that's been my focus. That's my character's focus. Like I, deep down, my character does eventually want to find his way home. I don't even know where I'm at compared to home. Yeah, I don't know the world. Okay. Yeah. yeah well, you showed me on the map out of game, so I have an idea. But in game, my character has no idea where the hell he is in comparison to where his home is. Right. Right. So that's his ultimate goal right now is to just travel and make try to make my way home. Right. Okay. In the meantime, though, we've got this red sash gang that fucking Marshall. I, <laughs> I, 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 I. It's going to be a race amongst the party as to who's going to get the. the finally take down our show oh yeah absolutely like, we're all good we're gonna be probably punching each other out of the way <laughs> to get to that fucker yeah. so yeah. you know so i do i feel like because i've been so focused on that that i'm not giving you what you want i was getting that impression particularly last night well because i'm so focused on trying to get these red sash guys so i'm following the red sash guys i'm looking for the red sash guys that's right but when when you are get focused on that you take yourself out from the other things i know in the game so yes but that's just that's how i'm playing the character i i I, I, I get that i feel I, like I if, get I, if, if i stop that doing that i feel like i'm not playing the character the way i've been playing the character right so but i've also I don't think I'm playing the character quite right as to how they describe Tabaxi. Tabaxi are supposed to be a little bit more curious right. and whatnot, and right. I haven't been playing that enough. That so well, that that's you. You have I've already screwed up one major thing in regards to my character. So, but but you grabbed, uh, we'll call it your mission for for your Tabaxi, mm-hmm. and you are now laser focused. On that, to the detriment of everything else, two party right. members almost died. Right, <laughs> I still blame your new dice for that. Those dice, <laughs> wow! <laughs> I have never rolled that well. How many? How many natural twenties do you think you rolled with those dice last night? Oh, easily five. Easily five nat twenties with that. With that. That my blood spattered dice. The fact that Brent's character, who has the highest AC in the group, right? He was so battered, right? That's scary. Yeah, yeah. He said he. Those were once they figured out the tactics that worked. They got the better of the scarecrows. Yeah, I'm, I'm digging what uh, uh, Farrick was doing with the whole the hole in the ground and all yeah. that stuff. I'm liking that he's doing that a lot. The hindering, slowing them down, and the whatnot. controlling the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like that he's embracing that aspect. I I panicked when he said something about fire. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> Yeah, we no. in the middle of a wheat field. In the, in the middle of a dry wheat field, I cast fireball or whatever. The whole fucking town goes up. Yeah, it was just like, oh, <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> but I, I, 
I think I got a better handle on the combat and how how to gear my encounters with you guys. Now, I've got a bunch of stuff going on in the background where where you and Farrick completely and utterly dropped the ball on your 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 shadowing mission. <laughs> yeah, I I I've pretty much picked up that they're not wearing their fucking sashes anymore. Yeah, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. So yeah, you guys you guys were just a little too uh, more so him, you know, with the whole mouse and cat thing. <laughs> but they, I know they, they saw they, me. I know. They, they, well, okay. You're a tabaxi uh-huh. in a city full of dwarves. I need to start remembering, like, really thinking about that. Yeah. <laughs> they don't get tabaxi around here very no, often. not too often. So, yeah, I'm going to stand out like a right. thumb. I need to start, maybe, maybe I need to start wearing a hooded cloak. Maybe something. All right. Yeah. Something. I'm buying a hooded cloak. That. So, but I got what Parker was trying to get at by being a mouse, but... He became a prey animal. Yes. So he should have just became another cat. A cat or a dog. I still think a mouse, though, wouldn't have been able to keep up with them if when they were traveling. Mm. <sighs> On leg leg stride alone. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Like mice can be quick, but they can't be fast. Not over distance. Not over distance. Yeah. So yeah, he would have been Parker I think would have been better off like either a cat or a dog or a yeah. bird. Yeah, why hasn't he done bird? I don't know. I don't know. It's not like he hasn't seen birds. Right. So he's but, just not thinking that way. No, I don't I mean, think birds so. aren't animals. Yeah. Is what he might be thinking. No, it's it's well within his. Uh, I, yeah, but realm. his mind yeah. might be thinking oh, that's birds aren't animals. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But I did. I do like the way Parker thinks about battlefield control, mm-hmm. and it's come in handy in uh, two of our major fights. Yes. Yes. Because especially against the Knoll Pack Lord, yes. If that dude had gotten free faster, there would have been a whole bunch of new characters being made. Um, yeah, I was, I was expecting that. Yeah. So his his control, his control, and his understanding of his spell work, top notch stuff. Wow. And, and that comes from him being so uh, in the know with yeah. the whole system. Well, he, like, he DMs right. games himself. He's read so. these books. He's, he's right. He's so he's got a well versed. Yeah. And Brent, Brent is getting a handle on how to play barbarian. He just keeps forgetting the rage. He just keeps forgetting <laughs> the most important thing that a barbarian can do in any fight. Rage. Rage. The first thing you do, I would like to rage. And there's more positive than negative when it comes to rage. Right. So right. just do so, it. Right. Is that like I said? There, there could be negative aspects to it, but every time that he has done it, it's been at the right time and in the right spot on the field where it, it's paid dividends mm-hmm. almost instantly. Yep. When he when he's gotten 
that part of the game down. Mm -hmm. And the more he does that, the better he's going to get at it, and the more it's going to make me have to start thinking outside the box of how to deal with Brent. (laughs) Because (laughs) they're... He's a, his, he's a robot. His AC and his abilities are such a, a, a roadblock to some things. Like, I almost have to now start overpowering encounters just to make it balanced for Brent. Like, everybody else in the party might get wiped, but Brent, there, there's a balance that I have to find with Brent. That's one uh, thing I'm noticing with Monk is they they do decent damage, but their their progression is, is slow for that. Yeah. Like I think it's I think once I hit like level 6, monks become really dangerous. Yeah. Well, that's that's the mad, you know, their 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 fists become magical kind yeah. of thing and all that. Like that I think is where it really the, it switches with yeah. the monk. That's the I, w- I I did read an article they're talking about the honey spot of uh D&D characters tends to between land between 5th and 10th right in that window of those five levels. That's when your the characters they they come into their po- like the big power that mm. they have. They get the better um like a second attack second attacks and, yep. like feats start getting mixed into the thing so you guys are are now getting ready to brush up against yep. that the 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 power curve is going to about to go like up real fast mm-hmm. because you guys are getting into a, a spot where some things are not even going to be worth your time to look at mm-hmm. for encounter wise so the danger of the game. I want to get to the point where you know somebody says, "Oh, we got a problem with this, this, this." Is there a dragon involved? No, then we're not interested. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because as I said, it, like it's it's a risk reward mm-hmm. thing. Like thinking about what could be happening in the next things that I have planned. What I what I what I think I set up. At the end of this game session, you've been great with I, your with the with all your setup in this game. Yeah. You really have. Uh, you've given us enough mystery. Uh, it's it, you're you're changing up the tactics. It's it's keeping me on my toes. I'm constantly trying to to think my way through it without going beyond what my character should know or be able to do. Yeah, you know, I know I've had to argue a couple points, but my logic was sound. Yes. So I I will I will test you. Like if, like if I think your tactics are just a tad wonky, I will question it. Mm-hmm. And if you can explain it in a logical fashion. Nine times out of ten, I'll allow it. Like the the, the session when Jedediah's house exploded. Yes, I I was picturing. Okay, we last saw him over here. We know they came up the tunnel here, so the entrance should be in the in the, the this direction. And you you questioned me on that, like I, I was playing with, but I was trying to do the logic. Okay, we saw them in the north. They popped up in the east, so somewhere northeast, that there should be an entrance to a tunnel, and that's the direction I was going. Now, my argument was, you saw Jedediah. 
you did not see Marshaw. Yeah, we did. No, you had already started to head back into the village when Marshaw, because the only person that was there at that point in time was Ferrick. Everybody I saw Marshaw there too. No. No? No. You and still, also. Jedediah came out through that tunnel, and it was so. It, my, it's my logic an awful still there. stretch. It's an awful, it was Anyways, a big stretch, yeah. That's, it's, that's just the kind of thinking that I, I was trying to use. Yeah. And, I, it, was, it was sound. I understand what you were getting at, but it started to brush okay. to me that, that meta, the metagaming part, yep. part of it. And, and I just wanted to kind of move everybody. I've, I've always, I learned long ago. That metagaming or what we call, uh, you know, Table playing, playing with inter- information. Yeah. Uh, I learned long ago that that is a dangerous slope. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. I have always been for a very long time, very careful with my characters and not getting close to that line. Oh, that's, so. I think that's why I jumped on you. I've seen numerous players who have pushed that boundary yeah. way too hard. Yeah. And I've, I've been involved in games where the GM just, didn't care and just let it happen. No, and I that's how you pissed, break a game. That pissed me off big time, and yeah. that used to happen a lot with Sean's crew. Yeah, uh, particularly between Sean and Chris. Yeah, okay. They had a tendency to let each other just get away with anything. Right. I did notice a thing with the old gaming group. Brent, no, not Brent. Um, Rob. Brent's gotten a lot better. Brent's with it. gotten a lot better, but Rob would be the one. That would say, well, okay, I'm going to do this. Then it would become a negative consequence. Well, no, no, I didn't mean that. I was, I meant this. I'm going. Yeah, no, he, no, uh, he, he backpedal. He, and, right. Yep. Well, no, I, just, I, I didn't really mean it that way. Then, well. Rob also had a tendency of um, building a character in such a way that they would be overpowered straight out the box. Yeah, yeah. Tom would let him get away with something in an old mage game that we played, and we played this game a lot, like a long time. Yeah, long established characters, um, and but he let Rob get away with certain things that no GM in their right mind should ever allow. <laughs> to the point where there was really only one way, one way Rob's character could get hurt. And the only character in the party that could even would have been able to pull it off was Brent's character, and that pissed Rob off to no end. <laughs> Rob and Brent, for the longest time, were fine. There, you know, there was no problem. Yeah. But then there was a major blow up when Brent was running a cyberpunk game. Okay, and Rob really pushed the boundary. <clears throat> You're familiar with cyberpunk, yeah. you know. You know, if you want money. To start off, if you want to get a lot of cybernetics and whatnot, you sell out to a corporation. Yeah. So you become their puppet. Yeah. And methods of control in that situation vary somewhat. Um, but a, a common one that a lot of GMs have used in, in the years that we've played is a, a bomb in the head. Well, that's pretty. That's a that's a pretty standard sci-fi trope for. Yeah. You know, we saw yeah. Blade Two. Yeah. You know, you know, yeah. so very common, uh, a common thing, but and it's common in the game. It, yeah. That's it's listed as one of the options, right? Mm-hmm. Rob was instantly right at the get go trying to find a way to get around that, trying to get out of his contract 
almost instantly. Like he was going to see a Ripper doc. Well, guess what? You think they're not going to have fail safes and shit. So every trick Rob was trying to pull to try and get around it, Brent was ready for it. Yeah. Brent prepared. Yeah. To the point where Rob just kept arguing about it. And Brent got pissed off and left. What Brent should have did is blowed up Rob's head. If I was the GM, and I, I've had situations with, with Rob particularly, yeah. running a game where he was getting to that point with me, where I, and I, I probably would have. I didn't have to in the, the, the game he argued with me about it. Yeah. I didn't get to that point because he finally listened. But, yeah, he probably should have. Well, he tried but, that when I was running the, the, the Buffy the Vampire Slayer game. He tried oh. to pull that with me. When he was being belligerent in the hallway with a teacher, and he ended up getting tased. <laughs> yes. So I that game. <laughs> it like I will I will allow a lot of leeway, but if you try to purposely break my game, you're not going to be in Rob's, that game. Rob's bad. Always been bad for that, though. Yeah. Rob's Rob tends to not play well with others a lot in games. I I've goes noticed. Off, I noticed that with him wants to wander off to his own thing all the fucking time. Right. And then he want. Then he whines about not being involved. Yep. So I'm going like, well, be involved. Yeah. So <laughs> don't sp- don't split away from the party all the time. Right. You know, on the odd job, the odd one thing. Oh, maybe I'm going to go check yeah, this out. Whatever. He's habitual. He's, he was yeah, habitual. Exactly. So. Yep. And it, he, but he's always been like that. Yeah. He's always been like that. Yeah. Well, so. don't don't break the game. This is everybody's just, trying to play the game for fun. Uh, don't break it. You know, I, I'm sure this has been done, but you know, there's there's got to be like a meme or something out there of. These are the types of players you have around a, a gaming oh, table. Oh, yeah. And probably. you're always going to have that one reckless lone wolf. You're going to have the rules lawyer. Yeah. You know, you're going to have the GM ass kisser. Well, <laughs> there is, therein lies a problem, especially with Dungeons and Dragons. The rules lawyers, guys can read the books all they want. And he even says in the books that. The, the rules are a mere suggestion. Every game says that. Right. It's always on the first page of every friggin' gaming book. Yep. Every RPG says that. Yep. The rules are suggestions. Please do with them what you will. Right. And I that that was the exact argument that shut Rob up when he was arguing with me. This was a, a would have been a vampire a vampire the masquerade game. Okay. And I it got to the point where I opened that page and I said, read that fucking paragraph. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, fine. <laughs> well, but it makes no sense to. To try to do that on purpose. No, and you're just disrupting the game. Right. You know, and that's the other thing I've been really enjoying with your game. We've been staying on task for the most part. Like, cross chatter and out of game talk, you know, wrestling talk, all that stuff. A little bit, but for the most part, no, it's been play. Yeah. And I'm loving that. I, well, I like to think that the, we have like an, a pretty narrow window of game time. Yep. Like we know, like I said, everybody starts showing up at seven thirty, eight ish. We're gonna go for a three to four hour run. Right. Yep. So we have this block of time, mm-hmm. and if we leave it open ended, then you just kind of go like, oh well, we've got all night. And I was like, I'm not no, staying no. up to one o'clock. There was uh, yeah. when John first went away. 
Yeah. He came home. I want to say it was like six to nine months later. He came home briefly. So Tom and Taz and I went over to John's. We were going to have a, a gaming night. Yeah. We are just something just to throw together. We got out of a room. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. And the only reason we got out of the room is because Taz said so. That's the, that's a, still a running gag with that group. <laughs> I, so where are we? We got out of the room because Taz said so. That was it. That's all we did that night for gaming. <laughs> we we made characters and we got out of a room. That's not bad. That's a start. <laughs> you got to start somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> not but, bad you know I, I, there was once i ran a uh a riffs game for it, tom john was there taz was there i don't think brent was gaming with us at this point Taz brent never gained with us when john was around so um which is probably a good thing probably yeah i don't think brent and john would mix well i admit We're brent not- can be can be questionable at times. He, you know, some people don't know how to take him. No, um, and then, and, but Brett is also very skittish now in gaming groups. Yeah. Like it took a lot to get him to to do the the gaming that we're doing now. Yes, because yeah. of what happened with the other oh, group. I and completely all. understand. So, so. Um, so I get you know it's it's understandable that he might be skittish, and because of that, it makes him even more awkward than he already is. <laughs> so. <laughs> You know, uh, and yeah, I don't know. I don't think John, I don't think John would know how to take Brent. <laughs> I think, I think Brent would have grown on John. D- that's the thing with Brent. He does grow on you. Yeah. <laughs> so it, like you, the, the meat cute part of the game would have been way rougher well, this then, particular Rifts game that I'm, that I'm came to mind. Yeah. So I'm running the game, and while most gaming sessions with this with that group, if we're gonna make if we gotta make new characters, that's the night, yeah. right? Well, no, they fired their characters off real quick. Oh, oh, <laughs> okay. I didn't have a full story planned yet. Yeah, so I'm like, all right, fine. Figuring, okay, it, getting the group together is always a night, you know. No, they literally pulled the hey. You look badass. Do you want to go on an adventure? Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> so, fuck it. I found in one of the books something that essentially was a giant shit cloud demon. <laughs> and they fought this giant shit cloud demon, which they had no chance whatsoever of actually defeating. Yeah. It was more a case of doing enough damage, not dying to the point where it finally gets bored and leaves. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Tom died. <laughs> Tom died. He whipped up another character because he already had, he, he was torn between two characters. So yeah. he kind of had one half ready. So he, he made a glitter boy killer. Oh, okay. Have you ever seen one of yeah, those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, it even says in there with all their weapons because they got, they're loaded to the fucking teeth that you, that you can do a full blast, like launch everything all at once with one button. <laughs> and he did that. Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what caused the demon to go, ah, fuck, I'm leaving. <laughs> that's Tom expended everything he had. Uh, not bad, but yeah, <laughs> just that, that session. I'm expecting them to just, it'll, you know, they're going to hum and haw. They're going to argue. They're not going to work together. Yeah. Hey, you want to go to bed? Yeah, sure. Well, see, that's, <laughs> that was first and foremost, yeah, forefront in my mind, trying to get this group together. So that's why I did what I did. 
we had no choice. You had no we, choice. We're all in the same boat. Where did we come from? I don't know. Where'd you come from? I don't know. Right. You know. So, all right. Where are we? I don't know. We all got stuck here by the same fucking asshole. So yep. <laughs> let's stick together till we can find that asshole and kick his ass. Yeah. And <laughs> Fix this. Can't. Well, guess we got to whip now, your ass. Out of game. Yeah. Met the motherfucker. <laughs> A couple times. <laughs> Fucker. Can't beat up a little kid. Damn sure. it. Well, I am chaotic neutral. Uh, where's, the, where's that fall on child abuse? <laughs> uh, questionable? Questionable. Okay. Very, very, very questionable. Uh, not to mention his sister would kick my ass. Yeah. <laughs> 12 year old girl. <laughs> she was badass. She was. Yeah. I'm curious to see if we ever meet up with her when she's grown. Uh, anything's possible. <laughs> well, we know what her brother's going to turn out to be. Yep. Yep. Sort of. Sort of. Kind of. Yep. But, all right, man. <sighs> oh, are we? I think we're we're good. All right. Do you, you, you want to talk about down south? No. All right. I don't care. Yeah. Our, our, it's it, over. It's well, over. It's not over, but it's over. It's air quotes over. Yes. But again, okay, fine. All right, we're still waiting for the we're still waiting for the White House to explode. He's gonna burn the place down before he leaves. There's actually still a path for him to win. Yes, it's a extremely it's a, it's, it's an extremely narrow path. Mm-hmm. But this is 2020, folks. Yeah, <laughs> you don't know what we're going to get. Yeah. So until until. That the, the end of I think it's uh, January twentieth, January twenty, yep, January twenty first, the first day on the job yep. of the, uh, the president elect. Yep, there's still a chance. There's still time. Yes. There's still time. I still my I the the conspiracy theory my dad threw at me, and I don't know where he got this. Is believable, and that's. When, when, or if Trump actually accepts the defeat, he never, he never, probably will. not. He'll uh, never that's why that's yeah. that's the main thing against this theory. Yeah. Okay. But when Trump finally accepts it, so shortly before the turnover, he resigns. Yeah. He resigns. Pence becomes president. Yeah. For even if it's for a day. Yeah. And then pardons Trump from the tax bullshit that he's got waiting for him outside. That's that's a distinct possibility. That, it, it would not surprise me at no. all. It's a believable theory. Yeah. Like so, there's so much fuckery going mm. on with this election on both sides of the fence. Like, I saw an article, or there's a, a a report today. Um, dead people were voting for Biden. Like, Are you talking to the guy for, out of Michigan, the 118-year-old guy from Michigan? Him. And That's, that was proven. That was mistaken identity. Okay, but that was so the, the article that I read has pulled up multiple names. Okay, because uh, so. I heard about the 118-year-old guy in Michigan who died in 1984. Yeah. It was his son who's, who voted, and they, for, for some reason, were 
when they pulled his information, they pulled his dad's information. Yeah. So that he still lives in the same house that his parents did, yeah. and it's you know he has yeah. the same name as his dad. So that's that's when I heard that story. Most most commonly, when they have that type of situation, that's usually what it comes down to: mistaken identity. It's a mistaken identity. Yeah. It's it's junior versus senior or something like that. Right. There's there, there's there's enough fuckery. Not saying that there isn't fuckery no. going on. Like somebody probably has tried to pull bullshit oh, and yeah. it's bound to happen. But yep. you know they, they're fairly confident they they catch that shit. Who so, knows? Anyways, anyways, let's get out of here, man. All right. So. Thank you for stopping by the Three Nose Podcast. This has been Mike. Do you realize we didn't do socials? Uh, nobody cares. Okay. <laughs> I'm Jason. <laughs> we'll talk with you next week. Bye-bye. It's game over, man. It's game over. This has been the Three Nose Podcast. Thank you for listening. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Y'all come back now. Yeah.